business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Hi. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you. That is the voice of Stella Abinwa, who is from the Dubai, sorry, let me get your title correct, the Dubai Economy and Tourism Director. Um, Stella, thank you so much for joining us on Chai FM. It's wonderful to be here, and I really enjoyed listening to the news update that came before you. <laughs> Great Fantastic. radio station. Great. You know, Stella, I usually give an introduction, but because of technicalities today, we sort of converge at the same time. So once again, welcome to Chai FM. To me personally, Dubai is one of those magical places. Um, I have not been personally to the city, haven't been around. Yes, yes, please close your mouth because you're just like sort of hit your desk. <laughs> I've been through the hub many, many, many times. Um, but being a resident of the Middle East and living in Israel, what I am so fascinated by is how so many of our friends in the last year, maybe two, have started going to Dubai for a night or two or three. It's cheap, it's accessible, it's easy. And all of a sudden, with the Abrahamic Accords, it's accessible to the Jewish market in a way that it was never before. And I have yet to hear a negative report. Everybody goes and comes back, number one, wowed by the place. Number two, wowed by the people. And most importantly, absolutely taken by the hospitality, the genuine sense of friendship, and the sense that we are welcome to come and be there, express our religion in a way that is conforming with the whole ethos of Dubai. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience. So let's start at the very beginning, Stella. Tell us about who you are, what this conference is that's coming up, and why it's so important to South Africa. I actually don't think you need me to sell Dubai because you did a fantastic <laughs> job. You said everything I wanted to say. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Stella. I am the Regional Director, International Operations with Dubai Department of Economy and Tourism. And for someone who has never been to Dubai, Avi did a fantastic job of positioning everything that Dubai is. I couldn't have said it better. For whatever conference that you are coming for, I mean, we have a Dubai calendar that's online. And in that calendar, you can search by industry, by date, by conference type. So for me to narrow down to one particular conference would be really doing your listeners an injustice because your listeners are from so many different industries. And I'm not sure which particular conference they would be interested in. However, we have major um, global conferences um, that are organized here in Dubai, not necessarily by 
Dubai itself, but international global event planners. And they converge here on a monthly basis with thousands of people attending, whether it's a conference, uh, whether it's an exhibition, um, it could be medical, it could be textile, it could be property, it could be the travel industry. And the one that we have coming up in the travel industry in May, May 1st to the 4th, is the Arabian travel market. Everybody this side of the world attends that market for whatever reason that you so desire, whether it is to make connections with hotels in order to plan your future event, whether it's to make connections with local Dubai stakeholders in order to plan a future vacation or business trip, for whatever reason, Arabian Travel Market is a conference that must be attended by everyone. And as you rightly said, uh, ever since uh, the the transportation uh, waves, if you will, have opened up uh, between the UAE um, and, and Israel, um, it's been phenomenal. Um, I, I, I have lived in Dubai for the past seven going on eight years. Uh, coming from the United States, um, I can't think of another country America included, that is as warm and welcoming as the UAE, and in particular, Dubai. Stella, I, have you been to South Africa? Yes, I have. Come on, aren't South Africans warm and welcoming? I have, I go to South Africa two to three times a year. Cape Town, Durban, and Joburg on every visit. I have to start with Cape Town. Every time we go, we go with about 30 delegates uh, business delegates from Dubai. And their response is always, next time you plan a trip to South Africa for us, make sure we get extra time in Cape Town because there's so much to do. The weather's fantastic. The people are fantastic. I mean, I went to Penguin Island. I mean, it was amazing. I saw it on National Geographic and I was like, okay, that's where I want to be. Tabletop mountain, yeah, that's for the normal tourists, but you know, and then there's the, it's the whaling season, uh, when the whales come to the coast, it's amazing. The relationship between South Africa and the UAE is very strong, very platonic, totally awesome. Uh, South Africa allows, uh, UAE, uh, visitors, um, uh, visa on arrival. And for South Africans to come to the UAE, it literally takes 48 hours to get your visa. We 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 work very closely with our partner airline, Emirates Airline, uh flights from Cape Town, from Durban and Joburg. I, if I'm not mistaken, on a weekly basis, we have or will have by March close to 31 flights um a week out of South Africa to the UAE. We will be having our Dubai tourism exhibition in South Africa in March. We just confirmed that um, last week. So the dates are March 9th, and we start off in Cape Town. And we positioned it so that we get to spend the weekend in Cape Town <laughs> before, we clever, go, clever planning. <laughs> before we go to Durban and, and Joburg. But it's an off, awesome uh, conference. We come uh, not just to buy tourism, but we, we come with a lot of stakeholders from here to show South Africans how to get to Dubai on a budget. Stella, let's take a quick break. We need to run to the shops quickly and get some adverts in. But when we come back, let's unpack that a little bit more, see who the conference is geared to, 
And let's see how many people we can try and move towards it so that it's beneficial for both Dubai tourism and the high FM listeners. Craig, let's go to the shops. This is RV on business. Stella, let's go back to the conference that you're going to be having here in South Africa. Is this only for the high net worth individual? Is this only for the businessman, the CEO, the COO, the CFO? Who should come to the conference? Anyone interested in travel. What we are telling you is that if you are interested in travel for any reason, whether it's business, education, medical, leisure, um, attend this conference so that you can understand what Dubai has to offer. It is for rich, middle class, on a budget. What people fail to understand about Dubai is that it fits any budget. They see this, they see Dubai as a glamorous luxury location. And it's our job to let them know that no, you can travel to Dubai on a wonderful budget that lets you have a great experience and not compromise on the service and the, and the standard of living that you experience in Dubai. And so we're trying to break that perception that you have to be, you know, really uber rich in order to come to Dubai. No, that's not the case. There are five-star hotels in Dubai that if you come during the right season, and by the way, your winter, which is May, June, July, August, is a fantastic time to visit Dubai because it's summer here and it's a little bit warm. And so the prices of accommodation and attractions drops almost by 50% to make sure that people come here for the summer. So your your winter period is a fantastic time. And we're really, the reason why we're doing this conference um, and exhibition in March is to educate your travel industry, all of the travel agents, um, whether it's corporate or leisure, plan your family's summer vacations or winter vacations to Dubai in your winter months, it's affordable. There are indoor and outdoor attractions. If you don't, you know, if you don't want to get a little bit warm, there are tons of attractions to do in the daytime inside. But what, what is put out there by a lot of our, of the celebrities is that, oh my God, I'm staying at the Armani or I'm staying at the Burj Al Rab. I've never stayed at the Amrani or the Burj Al Rab, but yet myself <laughs> and my family, we have a fantastic time here. And every, like every four to six months, there's a new attraction opening. So South Africans plan to come to Dubai. The visa is easy. Yes, you do have to get a visa. And I'm aware that there are a lot of countries that South Africans don't have to, but it's just a 48 hour process. By the way, if you are flying Emirates, to to an uh, you know a further destination do a stopover in dubai a two day stopover you can book this through emirates airlines and the price is even lower because we have special stopover campaigns uh with so many flights out of south africa what does that tell you south africans are traveling but they're going to many destinations they're not literally stopping here each time. And we're saying stop here for a day or two days and just experience Dubai. And the next time you're going to want to come back for five or six days or even longer. There are, um, people are asking questions on the SMS line, some, you know, quite frank questions. So let's, let's put it to you. One of the concerns from a few listeners is dress code. Understanding the UAE is a Muslim country. 
is there a particular dress code that one has to um um you know follow in order to be um not to be um insensitive to the custom of the place how does that work talk us through that so i come from america you know how we dress over there <laughs> i i get i get to dubai and i'm like wait a minute everybody's wearing shorts everybody's wearing halter tops what's the difference this country is so uh expat or foreigner friendly that when they say there's a dress code i'm not quite sure where that came from it's literally from people who haven't been here um if you come here your trousers your shorts your halter necks we have beaches people are wearing their swimsuits on the beaches no 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 one's clothed from head to toe so uh, this dress code thing quite frankly it's something of ancient times um uh but not um in the UAE um come as you are come as you are now okay. please do wear clothes as you would in any other country um but for me one of the things i that that I'm starting to find just a little bit bothersome. So I loved coming here and seeing how decent the society and friendly they were. Seeing people walking around with bum shorts on the street, that's not what I really want to see in any country. So, um, so, but come as you are, come as you are. Uh, still on the same note, um, outward shows of religion, wearing a Star of David or wearing a crucifix, is that a challenge? What am I wearing? There you go. Stella's wearing a gold crucifix for what I can see. Yes, I am. And there are churches here. Beautiful okay. churches here of every denomination. Catholic, Methodist, Anglican, you name it. There are churches here and people go to church on Sundays, just like you would in any other country. So, um, you can, I mean, you can display your re- religion. There's no, nobody's coming after you for that. There's freedom here. Like, like you haven't had in other locations or destinations. So Stella, I know um, a lot of my clients are now living in Dubai. These were South Africans who worked for international companies. They've moved there. Their children go to the American school. And all of a sudden they're finding that they're finding that their social circle is within communities that they live of like-minded people with similar age children. But all of auto, all of them automatically, they just got friends from all over the world. You know, the thing that binds them is either their work or their children. But all of a sudden, you're not just with South Africans, you're with people from all over. The common language is English, which makes it a lot, lot easier. But they just find the ease of living there is wonderful. You're literally in the center of the world. You can hop over to Europe. You can hop over to the Middle East, you can hop over to North Africa, you can really go wherever you want, and it's quick, and it's easy, and it's effortless. Just I'm going to you, Avi. Um, okay, let's talk afterwards, Allah's Chayafim is going to fire me, so we just need to be a little bit uh, diplomatic about this one. Um, instead of the other thing about South Africans and visas, 24 hours for South Africans to get a visa is a dream. To get a visa to the UK is a long story and very expensive. To That's get your correct. initial a visa to America, you have to wait. I know I applied for an appointment in February last year. My appointment was in November. By the oh time my. I got to the embassy and the time I left was an hour. It was quick and it's efficient. And I was told I was getting a 10-year visa. But I waited, what, eight months for that appointment? 
Um, you know, if someone's not well, and a life event happens. So, so while you're waiting for that, just you could have been to Dubai, let's see, how many times? Uh, even if you came once a month, that would have been eight <laughs> visits. Um, it's, it's 24 to 48 hours. Um, it, which is pretty much the norm uh to get a visa. And you mentioned something earlier about Dubai being a hub. It really is a hub. We have over 200 nationalities living in Dubai. So you can imagine how many languages are spoken in Dubai. And it is a business hub, a leisure hub, an academic hub, a medical hub for everyone because of where it's situated. Now, it's a nine-hour flight from Cape Town, um, or a little bit longer from Cape Town to, to, to Dubai, but that's the farthest point in, from, uh, on the African continent. Two thirds of the world is within a six hour flight to Dubai. Um, so it makes it so adequate if, uh, you know, as a South African, if you want to meet up with your friends from other places in the world, make Dubai the hub for that meeting. When it comes to um, lifestyles here, my daughter went to high school here and in her class of 20, there were 20 nationalities. <laughs> so everyone is equal and everyone is sharing and everyone is learning. And she loved it so much. When it was time to go to university, she didn't want to go back to the States because this provided her like the real world where all nationalities come together and are treated the same way. No, Stella, that's that's exactly what it is. And, you know, it's almost mimics what South Africa has become. South Africa has lots of challenges, but the South Africa that I grew up, grew up in, where apartheid was real and we saw it every day, and unfortunately we became blasé to science saying whites only and benches saying whites only and not even realizing that we were only associating with a portion of the population and the other ports, portion, which was the vast majority, was there to serve, which is just archaic and cruel. And today, South Africa is this wonderful rainbow nation that we see, even though it has lots of challenges. Dubai has been able to achieve that in a very, very short period of time. Um, Stella, I've, I read a report on CNN, I think it was last week, where Saudi Arabia might be giving um, the UAE a run for its money when it comes to tourism. Unpack, Stella, we should be on TV because people are missing your expression. It's just incredible. To unpack that for us a little bit. Saudi Arabia is doing great. But I will tell you, um, just like I tell people when they ask me about Abu Dhabi or Turkey or anywhere else in this region of the world, you're not going to fly all the way to any of those other places without hopping into Dubai. It's just not done. If you get as far as Saudi Arabia, you're going to make a trip to Dubai. If you get as far as Qatar, you're going to make a trip to Dubai. So I welcome all the attention from the surrounding uh, countries um, into this uh, world of tourism because it only helps the region grow and even sheds more light um, on Dubai. And I make bold to say, that's fine. You can go to all those places, but you really haven't been to this region until you visit Dubai. That, uh, Jeff wants to know, with the influx of tourism, especially from um, people who are running on budget tourism, does that not lead to a culture of, he puts you a football culture of drunkenness and unsettled environment, similar to what the, we would have in the UK during football season? Not at all. 
I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in the last ranking, there are two rankings I want to mention. One, TripAdvisor uh, last year announced Dubai as the number one destination in the world. Two, I believe it was Bloomberg, don't quote me on that, ranked Dubai as the second safest city in the world. That we are so proud of. There is no drunkenness here, no matter how happy you are. Um, the crime um, is there compared to the United States and the rest of the world. There is no crime in Dubai. Um, and this is not just my story. I challenge you and you're going to you're going to owe me one hundred dollars if I win. That when you visit how many Dubai, that is. <laughs> no, no, dollars. Um, that when you visit Dubai, I want you to leave your phone in the taxi that picks you up from the airport. If that phone gets lost, I will replace it for you. But I guarantee you it won't. I've left phones in the grocery store. I've left laptop bags in, in the, in the taxi. I've left my earbuds in the mall within 48 hours. It comes back to me. That's how safe Dubai is. And one of the reasons why I could move here with my daughter and, and not be concerned because I travel a lot is because we're in Dubai. My kids come here to visit from the United States and, you know, they'll go out and come back and the front door is locked and they're like, mom, why do you lock the door? We're in the safest city in the world. It really annoys them. Um, they go out, you know, three o'clock in the morning and I'm like, where are these guys? You know, and, you know, my doorman is telling me, don't even bother. They couldn't get lost even if they tried. If you're trying to get rid of your kids, Dubai is not the place. They will be returned to you. <laughs> Wherever you leave them, your kids will be returned to you. Um, so it's just a wonderful, safe place to visit. Um, and none of that uh, lewdness that you would associate with, you know, budget-friendly people coming. No. Uh, people tend to, to behave, um, you know, like when in Rome, you act like the Romans. So when in Dubai, you behave like the rest of us in Dubai, which is safe, 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 safe. Okay, two two questions have come in. The one is a quite a fun question. If I'm um, looking to come to Dubai and I've got two teenage children, young teenage children, how many days should I look to spend um, during the July holidays? I am telling you now, for your sanity, nothing less than six days. Nothing. Because if you do less than that, your kids will take offense because they didn't, you can't even do Dubai in six days. Let me be real. We have over 160 attractions. 90% of them are child friendly, um, and indoors or outdoors on the beach, um, scientific, futuristic, uh, fun adventure. The world's largest indoor theme park is in Dubai. We have Dubai Parks and Resorts, which is identical to uh, Walt Disney World in the United States, a four-park theme park, massive. We have Expo City. We have Museum of the Future. We have Burj Al Rab. We have public beaches. We've got Madame Tussauds. We've got big, a huge Ferris wheel. Um, I, our malls are not just malls for shopping. Our malls are for um, lifestyle. You can go to the mall and spend the whole day, 10 a.m. in the morning till they close at midnight and do five or six different adventures 
for different age groups in your family and still be happy as an adult. So I strongly advise um, that six days would be the minimum and you will want to come back. And when you come back, you're going to do more things that you didn't do on your last trip. It just keeps evolving like that. Stella Julie says, as you were talking, I'm going to look Stella up on Facebook and invite myself out to dinner with her one evening. <laughs> I'm then- here and I'm, and I'm ready. Um, um, I, I know I'm, I'm passionate about Dubai and you could tell it in my voice or in Absolutely. my medicines. Um, and having lived in many different parts of the world, this is the one place that I call home. Um, America is not per se my home. This is my home and I love it here. I encourage people to come. There isn't a bad visit. I mean, we have friends that since I moved here, they come every year and it's a different experience every year. Don't let me get started on our New Year's festivities. It's just the whole city shuts down because everyone is so excited and Dubai puts on a show. I mean, from anywhere in the city, Fireworks that last not one minute, two minutes, three minutes, upwards of 15 minutes. Um, so it's just the whole city is exploding. Uh, but I will tell you that if you're planning a New Year visit, book early because it fills up by October. And South Africans do plan ahead for their for their vacations or their trips if it's not a business trip. So contact your nearest travel agent. We've got many suggestions, but, um, you know, those who are frequent in selling Dubai, they've got the best deals. They've got the best relationships with the hotels. Awesome. Fantastic. Stella, there's quite a serious question that's come in from a certain gentleman who's asking not to read out his name or his company's name, but a, C- um, a CFO of a particular manufacturing company here in South Africa. And he says that he's being, he's battled to get in touch with a similar industry in Dubai, he knows that it exists. What is his pathway to make connection? Do you know, it's, I wish we could touch everybody, but exactly what he described is something that Dubai is focused on. We want to introduce specifically from the uh, sub-Saharan African region that I'm in charge of. We want to introduce industry leaders across countries in Dubai. So for instance, um, we would encourage, um, there are business clubs that send us messages that they want to have a conference in Dubai. And we ask them, what is the profile of the people from your country attending the conference? And we look up their industries. And then here we work with Dubai Chamber of Commerce to say, bring the industry leaders for those industries here. Let's have a business session and a business seminar so that they can meet, exchange ideas, um, you know, create a network. We're all about that. Um, Ooh, you know, after this, I will leave you with the name of our um, agency that helps us facilitate these these things um, for sub-Saharan Africa. Um, and we would be happy to assist with putting that together for South Africans. We've done it for a couple of other countries um, in sub-Saharan Africa already. We've done it for Nigeria. We're doing it for Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, Ethiopia. Um, and we'd love to do it, you know, for South Africans. It's, it's a way to help them grow and create that synergy. Fantastic. Stella, unfortunately, we're out of time, but please just give us the dates of the South African Conference once again. March 9th in Cape Town, March 13th in Durban, and March 15th in Joburg. 
And the, um, at, at, you know, at a later stage, um, I will send you the, the hotels where these events are going to be taking place and, and all the information so that, you know, you can talk about it a little bit more. And I, we would love to meet you. I, I'm going to be in touch with you after the show via email. Okay. Um, I'm actually in South Africa at the moment. Dela, we've got a minute left and unfortunately I'm flying back to another European country on Monday. Traitor. Yes, sorry, it was the last minute and I had to get hop on a flight, but I'm going to be in touch with you. This has been one of those wonderful, wonderful interviews. All the best to you, all the strength to you. And thank you for opening Dubai to the world. And I will be in touch with you shortly. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was lovely. I love your show. Great. Craig, thanks for pushing the buttons. Thanks everybody for listening. And we will speak to you next week.